I think the definition of greatness is to inspire the people next to you. Yeah, I, I think that's what greatness is or should be. It's, it's not something that's, that, that lives and dies with one person. Mm. It's how can you inspire a person to then in turn inspire another person that then inspires another person. And that's how you create something that I think lasts forever. Yeah. And uh, I think that's our challenge as people is to, um, is to figure out how our story can impact others and motivate them in a way to create their own greatness. Admittedly, one of our biggest focuses in season three of RSPN in general, when it came to Jeff, when it came to myself, was to be a lot more uh, transparent for those that are listening every week, new listeners that are coming in as well, all of our supporters from season one and season two. Uh, when it came to the topics that we talked about, the jokes that we have, uh, a lot of the fun that we have week by week here on RSPN, yeah. we had a lot more of a focus on making sure that that was something that did not necessarily alienate everybody uh when it came to brand new listeners coming into this show so i will be as transparent as possible in this episode and uh, admittedly this is going to be an episode that is shot from the hip a whole lot we do not have any segments there are not uh, any perfect plays of the week there are not any games that we have for all around the world this week uh, because a lot of the things that have happened within the past few days that ended up superseding that. Um, we have one of our best friends in RNC and, and of course, in life in general on with us this week. Uh, Cameron Hay is on with us. You have seen a lot of his writing before, an incredible writer, yeah. uh, and an elite mindset when it comes to things in basketball in general. And Sunday morning actually involved our plans and in, in hitting up Cam and having him on this week because this last week of the NBA was something that was um, very special to basketball fans like himself, myself, Jeff, uh, a lot of us that have grown up um, and watched the career of LeBron James and wanted to uh, – discuss that with a lot of what had happened within last week in the NBA. And essentially we had expected this to be a pretty celebratory episode when it came to passing Kobe Bryant in the um, all-time leading points. And ABC had sold it very well. We had saw a lot of the videos. We had saw a lot of the um, support and, and 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 just discussions from a very positive mindset, something that is a lot different from what we had seen from LeBron James and Kobe Bryant when it comes to those conversations uh, from when we grew up as teens uh, to what we have actually right now. It was something that was supposed to be amazing. And literally an hour after that, um, the, the, the most um, difficult news that you can imagine actually ended up happening. And, Th that is is was something that actually threw a huge wrench into a lot of our plans. Um, and it's going to be very difficult to talk about this this week. I will say I am in a much better mindset uh, personally for me than I was yesterday. Um, I'm sure Jeff can speak on it as well. Cam can speak on his thoughts as well. And, and of course, we also do have um justin davis og johnny five in here with us as well to discuss this because as much as this loss 
in the NBA is going to hurt. I will say that this is probably going to be uh, actually, I, I won't, I won't put a probably on that. This is a day that we will remember, uh, for the rest of our lives. And, um, it's, 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 it's still fairly difficult to try and process, but I would love for this to not be, uh, a very sad, somber moment as a lot of us have seen many different tears throughout these past couple of uh, hours, I would love for this to be something as celebratory as we have seen out of Kobe Bryant in these past 20 years. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah, it, uh, you know, when this happened yesterday, <clears throat> um, me and Pat of Late Fees were planning on recording the uh, the latest episode that, that we were going to do and it was supposed to be again a celebratory thing and um as pat was parking he li- I literally saw the news and then i think i put it in our chat and yeah. you know there was like that <clears throat> there was that 45 minutes of just confusion and uh you know it, it, pat even brought up to me that just a year ago we, we all met to do late fees when nipsey passed yeah. as we were and came in the car with me yeah. And, you know, we sat in the car in silence. We didn't even, I don't even think we listened to music at all. And, um, you know, grief is is a funny thing. Um, just for my brothers in this, in this chat that we're, you know, that we're in and everyone that's in this, in this, you know, on this episode right now that's joined into this channel. <clears throat> it's very funny because uh, just a, a couple of years ago, I lost somebody very dear, dear to my, to me, and um, you know, I, I went home a couple, like a week ago, with with my girl, and I had realized that you know, this person had passed away five years ago, and I had never, ever cried about it. I had never expressed emotion because at the time I wanted to be there for my mother, my sister, my brother my nieces, my nephew, everything. <clears throat> and I was talking to my father because, you know, I'm, I'm introducing her to everybody. And he was like, well, you know, you called me, you know, the day that it happened. Of course, I was in California at the time. She was still in Virginia. And I was like, no, I didn't. And he said, yes, you did. And, you know, my sister was like, you, you definitely did. <clears throat> and if you didn't call him, he would have never seen her and been able to say goodbye. Right. Yeah. And you know, I have been struggling with that for the past week. So this this hurt me a lot because, you know, I feel so much for others. And you guys know this about me. Like, I feel so much for other people that I don't ever spend time on my phone. Mm. Um, this hurt me big time because, again, a week ago was my grandmother's birthday, literally last Sunday, when I come to this realization that I had, I had grief had caused me to forget that this had happened, to push it back, to push it inward and not talk about it. Hmm. I had never started. I'm still in that moment. You know, I don't know when I'll, I'll stop, but I know that I've started it. 
And I say this to everyone listening, to my brothers, my brothers in this chat, do not be afraid to go forward. Do not be afraid to, to, re to remember this amazing player um, who impacted all of our lives. Um, don't be afraid to, to remember this because you know, only the only good thing that comes out of grief is that you remember all of the good stuff that happened. You don't want to sit in that moment. You don't want to stay there for that long. And I say that because I've, I've again, like I said with Pat, like I've been there with Cam and Pat and Eric two times in one year where we lost someone very important to, to the culture, to our lives. And we sat in silence and, you, you know, you, you want to sit in that moment for so long. And it's like, no, we have to remember what was great. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch, like they're playing Kobe's last game right now. I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch that, right. you know, because it's, it's, it's just how it is. But again, grief is funny in that you'll get these signs, you'll get these moments when you are, it's put in your face and you don't even, you don't even know where it came from. And so I think if, if anything, you know, of course, prayers out to his family um, and everyone involved, every family involved in that terrible accident. But more than anything, I just want everybody to know, like, you never know what anyone's going through and never be afraid to just remember that moment. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, just popping in here, and unfortunately, I won't be able to stay as long. Um, but I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that I'm with the people that I'm with, and I'm glad that we're actually able here to express kind of how we feel about this whole situation. Because a death like this, um, the way it came, and it was so unfortunate, it was so sudden, it really kind of takes people by surprise, right? Like we went through, we all went through the same thing with Nipsey last year, where it was kind of like we got the report, we saw the report online, and I. I can remember where I was when I heard this report from Kobe. I was legitimately about to get on the treadmill in the gym. I know it sounds funny and I'm in the gym all the time, but I was literally about to get on the treadmill in the gym and I was just looking at my phone and I was like, I don't know, man, I can't do this. Like, and I don't think it, everyone else had realized it because I I work out, I'm on my phone, I'm everything, you know, RC. You know, I'm, I'm taking care of that. I'm looking at other stuff online, all this other stuff as I'm doing stuff. So I don't know if it hit everybody at the same time. Um, but it was weird because I, I felt like I was kind of walking around alone in a kind of world. And it until the CNN report kind of alert came on everyone's phone, I don't think it hit everybody. But I remember just walking around aimlessly. After that, I, I tried to go to supermarket, couldn't do that. I finally ended up home and um. You know, it was it was very very sad uh, for me for a couple for quite some time. I mean, I mean, the Royal Rumble was eventually popping up, so it, granted, it managed to take my mind off of that. But even going through this morning, kind of like, you know, seeing all the clips and stuff, um, it, it's sad. And you know, I think for I think in this sort of situation for right now. Um, I don't necessarily, I think the way I've been trained and the way I react to things, and maybe it's a lot of TV that I watch as a kid, but I'm not forced to like, kind of like hold on to these type of sad feelings for too long. Mm. And I go through my grieving period, but then I go also through a period of like celebration, right? 
and not celebration of the fact that whatever happened, but kind of like really kind of analyzing the person and kind of like learning and kind of understanding the person that they become. And, and I've, for the past 24 hours, I know it's harder for some people more than others, but I have been watching all the ESPN. I have been watching all the CNN. I have been watching all the interviews. I mean, to hear Doc talk about it was just like heartbreaking. Um, yeah. To hear Tracy McGrady, I just saw him earlier today on um, the on, jump. Yeah, yeah, on the jump and kind of talk about it and that bond that they had. But ultimately, you know, probably the the most person who um, kind of like I would say kind of relates to sort of the way I feel about things. And it was me probably hearing Spike Lee talk about it. And Spike Lee, the first thing he said is every time I saw Kobe, the first thing he said was the Knicks suck. And it's real. I mean, it's real. <laughs> the Knicks are terrible. But, um, you know, it was kind of like, it was kind of just the attitude of him and kind of like the remembering the attitude and remember how he carried it and remembering the mama mentality and remembering just how he cared about just kind of remembering those things and holding on to those things as opposed to kind of like holding on to the grief is kind of how I managed through this. Like understanding me taking a look at Kobe Bryant and just being able to see like the person that he became and um, the person that he was and it, uh, I, I, I sent a you don't have to use it anymore, but I definitely sent an audio clip of like six minutes of me just talking about it. It was great to actually talk about it, but um, just kind of watching him mature from throughout this entire thing. And I'm a kid, so I'm legitimately, he's like one of the first basketball players you legitimately watch mature from a kid to yeah. a man. And he was on all the shows. He was on, he was on Moesha. He was on, you yeah. know, he had a rap album. Like he's all, and just literally watching him. Kobe didn't miss no checks. Yeah, not at all. Um, he, he was a, you watch him mature into a man and kind of take the whole world on his shoulders. And maybe he didn't have to at certain points. I mean, maybe, you know, but he, he, he moved forward and he was headstrong when he went with that goal. He was like, if I've got to do it all on my own, this is the burden that I have to carry. And it kind of just shows the type of man that he is to be able to do that and assume that role because not a lot of people do it. I mean, we, but you talk, we talk about the NBA every week and we watch the NBA every week and not everybody's able to take that burden. And we label it as kind of the, the Mamba mentality, but it's really kind of like the inner strength that he has to be able to do that. And um, just carrying that and watching his career, like winning the championships at Shaq and then winging it alone. That's another, you know, sort of, you know, just a, a, another growth of a man and then evolving into the mentor that he was for, you know, Gigi Bryan and, and Kyrie Irving and Trey Young and, and LeBron James, everybody who kind of touched. He's, he's probably the most influential modern player that we have. Yeah. In today's NBA, um, you know, I the thing that I kind of urge when we sort of talk about this is to just, you know, I think J5 kind of summed it up in a, a bit. It's just kind of like feel the way you feel and just embrace those feelings and understand those feelings. And it's very, very real because he was a very real person and he contributed a lot to society. And I think as humans, grief is a part of life that we all have to deal with and we're just gonna have to continue day by day with this, but you know, it's an 
I also say in that part, and I think once we uh, once we get kind of through the stage, it'll be a lot of celebrating his career, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to you know eventually one day going to the Staples Center and seeing you know the, the statue that he has up, or uh, you know one day just seeing all the murals that are out and kind of remembering him and remembering those games like I, it may be too soon for me to watch his last game right now but i'm pretty sure i'm going to watch the highlights later on and just he was good like i remember every all-star game like was the worst i didn't watch a lot of basketball growing up as a kid i didn't start until probably like sometime last decade like watching it for, you know frequently but yeah um he was the killer of the East on the All-Star game. <laughs> like, yeah. every All-Star game was just like, damn it, Kobe. Like, damn it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, he had a great career. And he's a he's a, even more so than a great career. He was a great man. And I think that's what we all kind of take from it as, you know, as we walk through our lives and try to kind of deal with all of this as it's coming along. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like what we have seen for the past 20 plus years, uh, depending on your age, of course, you may be in an area where you have grown up with him literally your entire life. Uh, I was able uh, to see him in a different perspective as I did um, Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan was completely done with basketball before anything happened with Washington Wizards with the Washington Wizards, I was seven years old. So a lot of things with Michael Jordan, if I don't watch them from clips, um, whether it's VHSs that my father may have passed to me or, or uh, watched with me or anything that I may find on YouTube as of right now, it's almost like it's still kind of like Paul Bunyan to me, right? Because at seven years old, you can't really process a lot of the greatness that's going on right now. But I was in a little bit more of a different age to appreciate uh all of the different type of stimuli that I saw when it came from Kobe Bryant, even outside of basketball. And I feel like seeing that type of sentiment from a large group of people yesterday, if spread literally across the entire globe, I mean, I, I, I truly don't think that there's any continent that was not touched by this, but when it came to us specifically, and when I, say us specifically unfortunately when it comes to podcasts like these you can't uh see us doing these type of things but every time when i refer to this i always touch my arm and i always uh, uh remind myself that this is a specific group that uh experiences these things and develops these heroes a lot different than others and, and this is not excluding all of the different type of generations and, and races and, and colors that may uh, be affected by Kobe Bryant are definitely mourning this this week. But I, I loved seeing the amount of blackness of black men uplifting each other, uh, reminding that each other that it's okay to feel the way that we feel. This is one of the biggest deaths probably in our history as of right now. Yeah, and easily. It's 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 something that, you know, even for me, it took a decent amount of time to to process hours passed, And I was like, wow, this is a terrible, terrible death. But when I started 
comparing it a lot more to what had happened literally hours ago, Saturday on ABC, when LeBron James is actually discussing certain things and, and discussing his influences as far as this being one of his biggest mentors and one of his heroes as well, and seeing everything with the Olympics and, and, and seeing the amounts of change that could happen in a life literally hours after things were so amazing was something that made me insanely overwhelmed and family had called me I'm, I'm sitting here gasping for air and shit and it feels completely terrible and maybe a little bit embarrassing but i loved seeing all of us pretty much come in and make sure that each of us were okay whether it was words of of of, of encouragement words of comfort i thought that that was probably one of the most underrated portions of all of the morning that it came out on sunday afternoon yeah um i had a, a similar experience um you know i'm from la i have a lot of family who are lakers um came up in that environment i love sports and Kobe was, for me, you know, Jordan was an icon, but I was very, very young. I didn't understand the term or, like, what it meant to be that successful. And when I seen it, I saw it as a child. So it didn't it, – the weight of it wasn't – it wasn't as heavy as watching Kobe do it um, because I, I got to see it as a young man, you know. Um, and the composure, uh, you know – the way that he fought for everything in life. Yeah. Um, the confidence. I'm an aura energy, you know, type of person overall. And I feel like Kobe is he 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 is that as well. And I, you know, I was I was tore up. You know, I was confused, um, trying to figure out what it all meant, you know, to have something so terrible happened to, you know, uh, an icon, someone who changed many, many lives and did great things in, in this world. And, uh, you know, people, some, he inspired people, you know, and I, when you're looking for answers for stuff like that, you're always looking for that, that white line that, you know, trying to read between the lines, trying to figure out why. And um, even when it hurts, you know, you're just like, it's a very confusing thing. For me, I know. Um, and yesterday was bad for me, uh, just all around. Cried a few times. Um, yeah. And you know, today has been has been better. You know, of course, just at this point in time, I'm just trying to celebrate and remember everything. I, I've seen Kobe three times uh, in my life. Um, and mostly in Atlanta, and you know, I at the at the time, you know, you you watch him live, and it's like it's, it's poetry, right? You know, you leave the game, you're on a high. You saw uh, the greatest player of all time do what he does, and you know, you have moments like this where it kind of all reaches a climax, where he, you know. Even the retirement was a beautiful thing, right? It was it was a beautiful moment, and but you accept it that he's done his job for for us, right? Hmm. It's time for him to take care of his business outside of the sport, 
and live his life and you can appreciate it. And, you know, after yesterday, it just, I feel like all that, like everything just, I guess, hit me at once. Um, and it's just difficult for me. I'm an emotional man, period. So about, you know, way smaller things than this. Um, but this is somebody's, you know, life, um, somebody's child's life, other people involved, their lives, the people that they're going to affect from, you know, their passing. It's, it's awful. Um, but no matter what, it's best that we move forward and celebrate those lives the best way that we possibly can out of respect. Um, as human beings, you know, it's like the world definitely stopped for Kobe Bryant yesterday. Um, and I think that's important. It's like exactly what you said as well, Mark, you know, as a, as a, as, as black men, like, yo, you gotta be able to just, it's not, it's not about masculinity, you know, just if you, if you feel it, you feel it. If Absolutely. It, it makes you sad, it makes you sad. If it makes you cry, it makes you cry. Do what you gotta do to, 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 you know, more. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Nobody like this shit, this internet shit, all this is, is, is irrelevant, right? How you feel is how you feel. And most important, you just got to be yourself in something like this and, and be around the people that you care about no matter what. You know, Kobe was an incredible person, incredible man. He did great things for our community. He did great things for the world. So, um, man, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to take me, it's going to take me some time. You know, I love the NBA. I love I love the fact that the NBA wouldn't be what it is without Kobe. Um, 100%. And that's important to, to know. Um, before I say anything else, I do. I do. I want to support the league. Um, retiring his jerseys. And I, I and I know there's been the whole people are pushing for the logo change. And listen, I'm I am. I'm all in on that option if it is an option because I think it's important to know that, you know, and, and all, and, you know, all respect to the original logo. Um, but the man who drafted Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. And that right there is exactly what I was about to say, Cam. I think, I think that it is extremely important to, you know, let the world know who made, who helped make this league what it was for us. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's, it's not something that you expected, um, to have to explain, but it, it, it happened. It's reality. Um, and I just hope everybody can, you know, just be better because of it. Yeah. So Like, I've been sitting here, like, letting you guys talk and everything, like, just hearing how Kobe, what he meant to you guys, what his passion has meant. And, you know, like, since I'm, like, I'm younger than all of you, like, so it's, like, Mark said, like, this is the most, one of the most, like, one of the biggest deaths that's happened in, like, history. And me being 24, I remember where I was when Michael Jackson passed away. I was at my grandmother's house leaving from um, a summer enrichment program, actually when that news broke and, you know, I was only 14 years old. So I don't have this, I didn't have the same attachment to Michael Jackson that my grandmother had and that my parents had seeing all the older relatives in my family. Yeah. 
and just like teachers at school and everything like I didn't have the same it didn't hit me the same way just because I was so young and then I remember uh I think it was made it was what two years ago when Prince passed uh 2016 2016 so so 2016 wow it seems like it was yesterday it really but, yeah like but uh so Prince passed in 2016 and that was kind of the same thing for me like I was older but once again like I was I wasn't even alive during Prince's prime yeah like I wasn't even thought of being alive so I saw how it impacted everybody but it didn't hit me the same way Kobe Bryant is the first person in my life that's a celebrity or a public figure who I actually had an attachment to, who I felt a connection with that died. And it wasn't just that he he passed. He was only 41 years old. He was playing, he was playing in 2016. Less than four years ago, he played his last game in the league. Like we literally just saw him playing, like not long ago. We it was not long ago he was on an NBA court. And that is what kind of rocked me the most on top of so funny story, uh, my dad is a diehard Lakers fan. So like my dad, huge Lakers fan. Um, the team he coached, he he coached on the basketball team that I played on growing up, and we were called the Lakers. Like I'm pretty sure if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me post the the picture of me as a baby or yeah. a child with the <laughs> Lakers uniform on and everything. So it's like my pops he coached the team and everything. So he was a huge Lakers fan. The other coaches, they were all Lakers fans. So we were playing on that team, and I was around five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Like when we first started that team, that was like right in the middle of the Lakers three P with Shaq and Kobe. And so I remember as a kid, like growing up and watching those Lakers games with my pops. And then I remember when watching Kobe like get knocked down pretty much after basically Shaq got traded and demanding to get traded himself. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get traded. LA basically turns on him and he has to like, he made his bed. He has to lay in it. Like, are you going to sink or swim? And watching him climb back to the mountaintop, watching him win both of those championships again with my pops. And around this time, like I was starting to really become a huge LeBron fan, just like becoming my own person. Like, forming my own like opinions on the game and everything but like Kobe I anybody who talks to me anybody that knows me like I've for long I've forever said like Kobe is one of the two or three best players I've ever seen in my life and I didn't get to see Michael Jordan I was born in 95 by the time 98 came around and he played his last game I was only three years old I couldn't grasp what was going on so when I say that like it's literally like LeBron, Kobe, Kevin Durant, those are the three best guys I've seen with my own two eyes. And to watch one of them, this person who's like a huge part of my childhood, is really like the first first basketball superhero for for everybody who's in my age group pretty much. Like he was in the league before LeBron. He was dominating before LeBron came around. So this is the guy like we we watched him go from being this amazing basketball player to now in his second life pretty much outside of after basketball seeing him become this academy award-winning filmmaker and then become this this person that we thought he was not that we thought he was that we see on the court as a competitor is this stone cold killer this emotionless person and see him become like the 
this this dad who melts for all of his daughters who human almost right exactly it's the complete reversal of everything that you've seen him as on the court and so you're watching you because we've i've grown with kobe it felt it feels like and every and like jeff has said it himself uh, all of you guys as well you've watched multiple different transformations of kobe bryant multiple different forms and evolutions that he's gone through and so you've basically watched him mature in front of your own two eyes, become a better player, a better man, become the man that he is, the, the person that he's revered as today. And that's like what really is like what makes it all so surreal that he's passed. Like Kobe, to, to, to get the, the notification yesterday, it got dropped in a group chat that I was in. And I didn't believe it. I wanted to tell the person to stop trolling. Like, they dropped the screenshot of the TMZ headline. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Photoshopped. I was like, bro, like, cut the bullshit, bro. Like, Kobe's dead. Like, seriously, stop. And so, went on the timeline. And sure enough, the TMZ tweet is on the timeline. Everybody's talking about it. And I did not believe it was real. I, like, I still really don't believe that it's, that it's real right now. Like, while we're talking about it, like, that we're saying rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Like, it's it difficult. Just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, this is this is like one of the most iconic people on the planet when you think about it. Like, the impact that he has and not only, like you said, Jeff, our community, but when he, he goes to China, he's the most beloved athlete, American athlete over there in China. Yeah. He, they love him in Europe. He's a guy who can speak multiple different languages. Like, he's like this, wor- this worldly figure in like he's just somebody he's he's larger than life to the point that you don't expect to ever think that he that he'll die and that's like so coming back to what i was saying earlier about how he's like the first celebrity that i've grown up with and like seen and felt an attachment to and he's passed away like you lose family members and you lose people close to you and you lose all like death is inevitable like one way or another or another but this the way in the manner that he passed away and as shocking as it is it was there was no oh kobe's sick like he's in the hospital like it never it was never like we were bracing for something like this like this happened out of nowhere like we just woke up and he's taken from us like and it kind of just re- reminded me like that any moment this can all be gone it can all be over with no matter who you are yeah and so like that's why I think what what J Five was saying was so important about like if you just need it, like just tell the people around you that you love them. Like because you never know what somebody's going through. You never know when it could be the last time you'll ever talk to them, you'll ever hear from them. Um, like the LeBron story is like really was like it. That's what like it, it would hit me the hardest was seeing growing up in you know the lunch table debates and everything about. Who's the better player, LeBron, Kobe? Like, oh, like the huge debate for such a long period of time, and then for like Kobe's last, last public statement to be about showing love to LeBron, and then for LeBron to be able to, before Kobe died, for LeBron to be able to give that five minute look into his mind about how he feels about Kobe and what it meant to pass him on the all time scoring list, like. Like, that just doesn't, like, it's just crazy. Like, you don't, when I went to sleep Saturday night watching it, I did not believe that I would be waking up the next morning and that would be 
the last time Kobe tweeted or said anything publicly. Like, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's scary, bro. It's really scary. It shows you how fragile life is. Yeah. And how even the most superhuman people that we think are invincible, everybody's time comes. And it's just unfortunate. It's really unfortunate at 41 years old, a guy who has so much left to give. And then his daughter, who was 13, like, to, to, to pass in a, in a helicopter crash. And the families that were on board with him. Like, God bless them as well. Like, they haven't gotten the same publicity and everything because they're for obvious reasons. But we must right. remember that it was yeah, it was right. it was more than just Kobe on the on that on that helicopter. And for all of those people to lose their lives in such a tragic manner, uh, it, it really it really rocked me yesterday. I was paralyzed. Like, I didn't even I couldn't cry at first. Like, I couldn't like. I couldn't move. I was at Drew's house and we were just in his living room. Like, and I couldn't leave from the couch. Like I couldn't move. I couldn't feel anything. Like it was just disbelief. Like I I sat there from whenever the news broke at, we got back from the grocery store. I think I want to say like around noon is when, or 1130 ish or something is when the news started coming in. I sat on his couch from 1130 until about 9 PM. I didn't eat yesterday. I didn't do any, I didn't, I couldn't move. Like it was, I still can't believe it. I went to work this morning and yeah, just stunned. You know, I, I, yeah, I it's difficult. It's, it's amazing going into work and working in like sports media and just seeing we 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 have to to post about him. We have to champion and talk about Kobe Bryant's life and his his passing and his legacy. And it was hard today. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like it was hard. Everything we did today it, it superseded the Super Bowl week for us. Yeah, but this is the Super true. Bowl. We 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 have the Super Bowl on our network this year at Fox Sports, on Fox, and today that got put on the back burner. It's opening night of the Super Bowl. It's That's opening crazy. press conferences, everything. Like this is the biggest sporting event in North America every year. The only thing that gets more viewership in the Super Bowl every year is like cricket matches in in the world over right. in Europe right. and everything. Right. Like this is one of this is probably going to be one of the three to five most viewed sporting events. Or television events, not just sporting events, television events in the world this year. Hmm. And this man's passing superseded that. It jumped to our top priority, our main priority. Like, that just tells you how big he was and how important he was and and what he meant to so many people. And I I, I can't bring myself to go down to Staples Center yet and – be down there and see the the memorials that are set up for them and all the people who are out there. God bless them. More power to them. I can't bring myself to go down there yet. I'm happy that the Clippers-Lakers game tomorrow has been postponed. Um, I don't think that these guys needed to play tomorrow. I don't think that the Clippers need to play tomorrow like you guys were saying earlier. The way Doc sounded talking about Kobe oh, yesterday, it was heartbreaking, bro. It was like, like – like, I don't know Doc Rivers personally. I've only met him one time, and I felt like you were. I felt like I was watching a family member go through something, talking about him, and I felt helpless watching him speak about Kobe because you just know the impact that he had. And this is somebody who never coached him, never played with him, anything. This is just a competitor. They yeah. they've battled on in the finals, and it's just and you see how the impact he's had on him. And then, so it's just like, man, seeing all these younger guys like Trey Young, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, all these new generation of stars who come in, who 
like are in their primes now are trying to make a name for themselves and seeing the impact he's had on even them. Like, cause the, those are the the guys who were raised on like Kobe's prime who watched him. Like they grew up watching, like seeing his legacy is still strong. It's, it's, he was, he literally just played a game, his last game in April of 2016. Like, it's just wild to say that out loud. Like, Losing somebody this close to like their the in the prime of their life of this magnitude, mm-hmm. like like you just I I was not prepared for it. I, I don't know when I'll ever be able to fully accept and let it sink in. I'm sure when the Lakers play on Friday night, like there there will be some type of tribute and it'll hit me all over again by by that point. Like that this is not like I don't know when. I will ever be able to get past the fact that Kobe Bryant isn't here anymore. Um, and it's just, it's just shocking. Like, like I, it's, it's, it's incredible that this is actually something that's happening, that's happened. And it's just, uh, hopefully the NBA, like I saw the Mavericks say they were retiring number 24 and I'm with Jeff, like retire 24 league wide, Retire eight league wide, like goddamn it, like do both. Yeah, they just numbers, man. They yeah, just just retire both of them league wide. I don't think there should be no objection to this. Like, if you Jordan's numbers should be retired league wide. Like, I agree. To be honest I with agree. you, like Jordan's numbers should be retired league wide. Like, I know LeBron's were twenty three most of his career, whatever. Retire six when he's done. Like, yeah. these are these are certain players that just and Kobe is is on that that pedestal he's in that conversation of player to stand in his own right to where his numbers should not be worn by anybody else ever like i i know i know these guys get inducted into the hall of fame they get they get canonized in multiple different ways like kobe will eventually have his statue out front of staples both of his numbers are retired in staples that's not enough Mm -hmm. the whole league i think that number eight number 24 be, needs to be retired league wide, and it sucks because he's he was set to go into the Hall of Fame this summer. Yeah, yeah. and I know for this this might sound selfish, but I I wanted to hear his speech. I wanted to hear what Kobe had to say about his whole journey to get to this point. Like we've heard him talk about his life in different instances. We've heard him talk about different games he's played, different series, what certain moments have met. But he has one of the greatest stories, like, in league history. And I wanted to hear what it meant to him one last time. And the biggest achievement of his, of his career, what it all culminates in, in that moment, getting enshrined in Springfield. And it just sucks. Like, we, we aren't going to get to hear, hear how he feels. Like, we, we've heard everybody else over the past 24 hours. And even since he's retired. Like, tell what Kobe has meant to them, what Kobe means to the game, everything else. I want to finally hear him be able to sit back and say, oh, I did this, and this is how I did it, and just finally get his moment to stand up and say, not, and kind of pat himself on the, on the back. Like, you did this, and, like, now we, we don't get that moment, and it just kind of sucks that he's going to go in posthumously. Uh, but, yeah, man. Like I know I've been talking for a minute, but <laughs> the the it just it just doesn't feel real. It does not yeah. feel real at all. Yeah, it's 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 completely warranted because this 
is a career that is going to be celebrated in more than likely the biggest fashion. And when I say the biggest, biggest fashion, I do believe that a lot of this will be discussed. A lot of this will be on the table when it comes to things that are done league wide. And I'm sure within these next couple of days, uh, as things um, continue to be discussed, a lot of this could come from conversations of, okay, well, in this case, what are we going to do when Michael Jordan passes? What are we going to do when LeBron James passes? It's a fairly selfish sentiment to have as of right now, and I don't, I don't necessarily uh, blame anybody for having that type of, of 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 mindset and wanting to preserve a lot of our legends. But you, I don't think anybody could try and even muster up a conversation of watching a 41-year-old athlete go into a fiery plane crash with his 13-year-old daughter and, and, and think that something cannot be done league-wide. This is this was not something like, a and, and, and God bless the dead, but this was nothing like David Stern where you've lived a large amount of life and unfortunately things happen with health and, and you uh, have the area in the end where things don't look as well and you've had a long life yeah that's that period where you transition into that next period and and that happens but that does not happen for kobe bryant and it 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 won't uh, it it evidently won't and that is one of the most um sobering things that i would say i've tried to process within these past few hours. I try not to think of what could have been going on in that plane in those final moments and, and, and trying to figure out what Kobe is doing from a parental perspective to try and comfort a Gigi Bryan in, in, in that area. It's something that it's going to really set something off mentally trying to, truthfully i'll say it i'll say it as easy as possible if i was a parent i would be feeling this 20 times worse yeah i would be feeling this 20 times worse because i could not even try to imagine your final moments um with your son or with your daughter in that type of area and having something like an accident change everything completely and especially in a household where a wife and a husband and, and, and four daughters now get subtracted in that type of fashion. Um, you want to have things like that reflected a lot more positively. And this is not going, this is not against any of our NBA legends that have passed uh, our NBA legends that will continue to live long lives and do, and do things like that. I truly believe that something can be done with this. Now, Jamal uh, actually just ended up walking in. I'm sorry that you have to hear me choke on my words right now, Jamal. But um, uh, anything that you would like to say for um, uh, your memories on the life of on the life of Kobe Bryant? Uh, shit, man. <laughs> I had to stay on mute for a minute, Doug. I just, you know, it's really crazy that we're having this conversation right now, like. I can't believe that right now we are talking about Kobe Bryant. Like the Kobe Bryant is like he, he's no longer with us. That that just doesn't feel real to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like 
like me and Cam are the same age. So me and Cam didn't get to experience Michael Jordan. You know, we didn't get to experience that phenomenon of Michael Jordan. So Kobe to like guys that are me and Cam's age, he is our Michael Jordan, you know, like he was bigger than basketball. And there's not many people in this, like, like in the history of sports, like there's not many people who can say they were bigger than their sport. Like, and like Kobe Bryant was that, you know, he, he was a superhero to many, like just, just the, the simple term Mamba mentality. Like think about how much that is used from people who aren't even, that don't even play basketball. Facts. Like you, you got to think of like, they're artists that, that say, oh, I got the Mamba mentality because just, just Kobe was, you know, no, the, the legend of Kobe was just bigger than basketball. It was like a lifestyle. You know, it, it it was just it was just something different, and it's really crazy. Shooting coat, shooting the trash, shooting in the trash, saying Kobe, bro. It, that's what right, I'm saying. Right. Like, <laughs> like, legit, the one of like the only other superstars that I feel is like that. But even then, I, I still is not even on the level of Kobe is Randy Moss. You know, like facts of uh, saying like like his his name became a verb. <laughs> like that's that is insane to me. Mm-hmm. But you know. No, my mom, my mom's an LA native. My my grandpa is like biggest fan ever. And you know, so growing up, like let like the Lakers and just Kobe was just they were in my household. Like uh, we watched all the games, we saw him, and I'll say him, Vince Carter, and AI. Like those are the reasons why like I started watching basketball, why I even started falling in love with basketball. And just to see this guy who, you know was just a hero like the the slam posters on the wall you know like bro i used to go to school go to the computer lab and google kobe pictures and print them all out go home cut them out slap them on the wall like it it's so crazy to think of this guy that you know i I looked up to in so many ways and even like when i was like you know growing up everybody in my family played basketball but i wanted to play baseball and even playing baseball i just would watch kobe videos of just listening to him talk about how much he dedicated his, you know, his time and his energy into his craft. And I was like, no, like, that's what I want to do. You know, that's how hard I want to go, you know? And it's just crazy to think that this like superhero, you know, this guy that you thought was going to, you know, play and live forever is just taken from us. And it's just it's just really hard to like wrap my mind around it. And even when it comes to having cities, um, states, countries, continents view you as a superhero, I think one of the most exciting things came from the fact that he had no issue flipping the switch and being a villain in any of the other 29 arenas in the NBA. And truthfully, I think this is a comfortable area to say I loved to hate Kobe Bryant in yeah, these certain There's nothing areas. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It, and that's the crazy thing, bro. Like, how many players do you really say that about? Like, Kobe would come. Like, I've seen one Laker game my whole life of Kobe, and he came and he torched the Timberwolves. I am talking about <laughs> shredded the Timberwolves. I'm pretty sure he had 40 that game. And it was just like the easiest 40 I've ever seen a human being drop. And it's like he came and he just rips the heart out of your stadium. But it's like 
you you sit there in awe of it. Yeah. And you're just watching this greatness. And in your head, all you can say is just pretty much like, I hate that this guy isn't on my team. Like, I would give up everybody just to have this man on my team, you know? And it, it's just crazy to think that whether he was playing the villain or whether he's playing the hero, that just you respected him. You you respected him. You only get hated when you're respected, bro. Absolutely. For real. And, Pe- people um, only hate greatness. They don't hate scrubs. They don't. And, um, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's many layers to this death that, that hit me. You know, it's, it's the fan. It's the young boy in me that's still, you know, you know, idolizing this guy. It's the, you know, the man now that I am is just thinking about like, dang, like, Think about once again that mama mentality. That's those things that I saw Kobe or heard Kobe say that I instilled to my own life. Even though I'm not a basketball player, like even to my own daily grind of, you know, I gotta go hard. I gotta, and um, I think the hardest part is me as a dad, um, because my my daughter wasn't home when I got the news, and as soon as she walked into the door, I just gave her the biggest hug that I could. Because I can never, ever think about being in a moment where we are in our final moments together. And as a dad, my job is to protect you. Yeah. It's crazy. My job is to make sure that you never feel harm. And to just think about a father that loved his daughter, that literally like that publicly you know because he's such a big man that will publicly use any moment to 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 make his daughter shine you see this man and you just have to think like how do you comfort your daughter make her still feel that even we in these final moments that you still make her feel protected and just wrapping my mind around that it it, it just can't happen like I think that hit me so hard because we know Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, you know, the the NBA legend, all that. But, like, end of the day, man, he's still a man. Yeah, still a human and being. He's still a human. And, like, regardless of whatever you, you know, personal feelings towards him, whatever – it's just like he he's still a man. You know that in that moment, any man would do anything to like to protect his child and anything to do to like make sure that regardless of the situation that she she has some type of comfort. And um I think that that hit me really hard. It, actually, it hit me way harder than like I expected it to, in a sense, of just like, you know, like I, like none of us know Kobe personally, but all of us have, like, like Kobe, like, is a part of all of us. He, mm-hmm. it's, you know, he, he's a part of all of our lives and our hearts. And it's like, you know, to see that, man, it's just, it's tough. It's tough, man. You know, it's. You know, like I said before, it's it's just like seeing a superhero, like just you know, 
pass away and move on. I think a lot of us were even getting ready to start seeing that second half of a Kobe Bryant that we not that we did not get to see in those years in the NBA. A lot of things that came with Kobe Bryant and, and his style of play and his type of work ethic came with a lot of negative connotations that came with that. But inside, you, you started seeing uh, different type of things blossom from Kobe uh, when he started taking on different challenges. And a specific quote from him himself, I believe he had just won. Um, I apologize. That I don't know the award that he had just won on um his writing that he is doing for his um, directing as of right now, but he found a lot of happiness in that. And it was like a brand new type of interest that I'm sure he had not felt for a very long time. Even his quote himself stated that, you know, when it comes to these game winners and and things like that and walking through the tunnel and doing things like that, I envisioned that. I envisioned that when I was five years old. I already knew what I was going to do when it happens, ripping my jersey and showing my heart and screaming and this and that. That that is something that I already knew how to do envisioned it when I was five years old. I never thought that I could illustrate things and paint pictures when it comes to these screenplays or dramas or anything like that, that um, he was able to do in those few years of retirement. And that was something that excited him a whole lot. And I feel like if years had passed and we started getting a lot more of that, we would have seen a huge amount of that as, of course, his daughters continue to grow older. We had literally discussed Gigi Bryan a month ago um, on being a face that the WNBA could definitely need when her time comes and playing in UConn and, and doing what she does and before she goes over to the WNBA. These are conversations that we anticipated, things that we anticipated years in advance. Um, and now it's 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 very difficult to to now see that these uh, are gone. Are they 100% gone? More than likely not. I mean, there's still Vanessa Bryant and hopefully – this is more than likely going to be the, the most difficult week for Vanessa Bryant in her entire life. And um, I truly hope that too many people do not begin to press her with a lot of shit and, and releases and, and statements and things like that. But, you know, it's, it's now, it's now an area where the Bryant family, the Bryant household in general will have to continue that legacy and continue that name. And the best thing about it is they're not going to be alone. They're going to have the entire NBA family, um, all of the entire NBA universe, as far as fandom watchers, different countries, different continents. And it's definitely going to help. I truly think that this is going to be one of the times that in an area as tragic as this, people are really going to come together and help with this. And, you know, there's tonight's game. There's the Heat and the Celtics. It's supposed to be Dwayne Wade's first night. And I don't know how I'm going to respond when I see the camera pan to Shaquille O'Neal tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah for real. But a lot of this is is going to be a very big dedication to everything that came from these past few years uh, of Kobe Bryant. Like Cam had said, the Lakers and the Clippers, that was supposed to be uh, part three of uh, the Battle of L.A. That is now postponed. 
That will not go on tomorrow night on TNT. That will be uh, at a later date as the Lakers and the Clippers can um, play their next game this weekend. But uh, the Heat and the Celtics will continue to play tonight uh, on TNT and we'll get the first televised comments from Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Charles Barkley. Everybody who has already provided comments on social media uh, will have that opportunity to do so um, on TNT. But um, and I agree with you, Mark, like just to chime in to say something else, like I really hope people do give Vanessa Bryant her space um, because she's already a notoriously private person. Like the public as out in the open as Kobe was and even with Gigi, she's becoming more of a public figure just because she would be right by Kobe's hip everywhere they went. It seemed like Vanessa's already been notoriously a private person. So. I hope, like Mark said, I really hope people give her her privacy, give her the time that she needs. If she never makes a public statement about this, she doesn't owe it to anybody. Like, yeah. But let her move at her pace. Whatever it is she wants to do, the family wants to do, let them, and do, let, it. Let, let them do it however they feel like it. And I was, I was happy the Lakers, they, 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 uh, it was announced earlier today that they weren't going to do anything in regards to Kobe without like her permission or, or they were going to let her take the lead and they were following whatever she wanted to do. It's completely up to her. Like, like, so yeah, just like, like, I just hope people just give Vanessa and Natalia and uh, the two other infant daughters, which is crazy to say, like one of them is less than a year old and yeah. she'll never know Kobe. Another one is only three. Yeah. Like, but just give them whatever time they need. Like, like this, they lost a father, a husband and a sister and a daughter yeah. over this, this weekend. So if, uh, if, you know, another thing I just want to say, if you are going through something or if this man was a, was an idol to you or an icon, or, you know, whatever, whatever good feeling this man gave you, you know, if you're in a tough place in your life or you're trying to figure shit out, your job, your family, uh, you know, money, you know, whatever it may be, relationship, you know, use use this man's life as motivation, you know, because I feel like that's exactly what, what he would want straight up, you know, like that mama mentality, you know, that always push to always do better. If you got if you got something going on with, with somebody and it can be fixed fix it straight up, you know, especially if it's, if it's not that important, do what you got to do. And I'm not here to tell nobody how to live their life, but you know, this, that you gotta, I, I'm, I'm still trying to find meaning behind it all. Yeah. So my way of finding, you know, some type of resolve from it is got to just turn up. You know, got to turn up. And, and That's the best way you can do it for him, bro. It's like, that's the best way you can honor his legacy if he meant anything. He did. He did. You know, he turned up every time. And I think it's important. Go full throttle with your lifestyle, whatever it is, whatever it may be, whatever you're into. You know, and if that man meant anything to you, be inspired by his life and be better. Always. Yeah, for, for sure. 100%. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's definitely going to continue to hurt as of right now, uh, more than likely for the next few months, but, um, it's, it's when you say, what is the best terminology that I can use for this? I feel like a lot, 
of instances like these, it becomes something where you try and understand a lot of it. And there might be discomfort in, you know, a scenario where you look to the sky and you ask for why, you know, there's, 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 there's definitely times like these where you shouldn't really be ashamed to ask for that. Unfortunately, you won't get a, a definitive answer or, or a direct vocal answer, but you know, these types of things can affect and influence a large generation. And when it comes to Kobe Bryant, there were times that I would look in an area like a Kobe Bryant and think that when it came to his career and when it came to a lot of the accomplishments that he had, a lot of that can get lost in the shuffle of everything that has happened in this past decade and maybe the influences that Kobe Bryant has had or left on people can you know, change as the game evolves. And this game evolved so quick in this past decade that we had so many different influences start to rise and different athletes continue to show through that. But when I see athletes that are maybe a year or two younger than me, Austin Rivers, Isaiah Thomas, um, Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler is even older than us. Bradley Beal, Larry Nance Jr. Uh, I had a, I can completely say that I was incorrect in the influence on the young generation that he has influenced. And uh, we will continue to see that. I know when it comes to uh, the questions that they had asked Zion Williamson, of course, Zion Williamson is born in the year 2000. So as he is born, a lot of um, Kobe's most excellent years, he was an infant around that time and he has his influences. So as we discuss this and discuss how we feel and we might have been too young to experience a lot of the late 90s, but we had Kobe Bryant and a lot of our early 2000 influences he has had his influences in this next decade, and, and we will see what comes from that. But this is going to leave a mark on a large, large generation, and that is something that is very positive. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, and like you said, though, like it's going to be crazy because you, like, even now, some of the top players in the NBA, like, you can still see the little things that they try to take from Kobe that they still do in their game. And yeah. it's going to be like, you, you're, it's crazy just how massive his influence is just going to continue. And yeah, man, like it's crazy, man. But man, I just want to thank you guys though for like opening up this space and everything, man. Like it's, it's still wild that we still even have to talk about this, but uh yeah bro i'm uh, i'm gonna have to slide out on this one absolutely man but uh much love all y'all bro i'll see y'all soon all right all right we'll check you but yeah man the 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 seeing trey young devin booker jason tatum this is a generation that as we discussed decades going into 2020 we want to see what comes from their career as that actually ends up growing. To know, so to know that as much as they have had their influences in the 10, 2010s, they still continue. 
to have Kobe Bryant as one of their top influences. And now with all of this, that will also continue. That's something that's amazing. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I, like I said, you know, cherish the moments that, that you got to see, whether it was live, whether it was television, you know, whether you, you got to meet the man himself, you know, if you were if you were blessed enough to do so. Um, if you're reading his book, if, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, find inspiration from his life, uh, from his lifestyle, uh, the way that he, you know, treated people around him, his kids, you know, his beautiful wife, all that, like all those things, try to find a way, you know, if it's hurting you and you can't find a way out, man, just know that there's purpose behind it. It's, it's, it's hard. And it's crazy to, to see something like this happen. That's such a, I mean, it's, it's awful, you know, but, and, you know, inspire, inspire. Cause I, that's, that's what he was here for. That's all he was here for. That's what he, his biggest accomplishment and purpose like that's when he, when it's over. Like now that he's gone, and you see the impact he's had and everything, like that's what stands out the most. Like, just how many people he's inspired. And we'll receive more information when it comes to his funeral. More than likely, it's it's. I mean, I don't even know about more than likely. They haven't really released anything with that. But if it's anything like um, Nipsey Hussle's funeral, it's going to be. Um, something that truly shuts down the city of Los Angeles. This is, um, I wish that I had the words and I wish that I had the words to try and discuss what this death means to a lot of the Los Angeles natives. And even with the really, really brief amount of time that I had in LA in those past, uh, I mean, uh, uh, last year, you could see that this is a city you can see that this is an area that um, truly championed this person a lot more than anywhere else did. Because this is literally their hero, their finals MVP, um, and they won't have to wait too long for it to be uh, um, um, their memory in a statue type of form when it comes to uh, the, Staples, the, the Staples Center. No, not at all. He's a god out here. Kobe is uh, he's immortal. Immortal, yeah, absolutely he's immortal out here, bro. Now I thought I saw I thought I saw JP jump into the room. I think he just closed the door, so I might. Yeah, just, uh, I'm not sure. Just hit him up, see if he want to send a, a you know a note or something. He may yeah. have thought that we were we were gone, so he he stepped out. But he'll probably he'll sing a little song. I'm sure. Yeah, we yeah we gonna we gonna look down the hall. We gonna look down the hall and find Josh. I know that we would love to have. I mean, he's literally our our season opener with RSPN and. This is going to be a day that I'm sure that he will remember um, as an L.A. native, one of the biggest L.A. natives um, that I have grown to know and and, and grown to love throughout these past couple of months. So um, it's just I I will say I, I will say the positive out of all of this is that the hour and 10 minutes that we have spent talking about this had made this feel a lot better. I love having these spaces yeah, and hopefully yeah, this makes people a lot more comfortable Um Discussing this, opening up to this, um, pouring out emotion because it's not going to stop, uh, nor should it. This is going to be a career that will live on for a very long time, more than likely for the rest of my lifetime, just due to the fact that a lot of this was taken from us um, 
so quickly, so swiftly in an area that we did not anticipate it. And uh, when you start thinking of a lot of the different deaths that had happened way too young when it comes to music, sports, film, within the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, this should be a name that definitely tops tops the list. Yeah. I did not expect 41. I expected to see him like a Bill Russell, like a Jerry West, like yeah. a yeah. – uh, well, I was going to say Will, Will Chamberlain. But, but, so you're listing off. You but know, yeah. The fact you're naming all of these guys that were saying rest in peace to Kobe yesterday. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it seems so wrong, right? You know, it's yeah. like, man. And these are people that played in the in the 50s. Yes. Yes. Have out have outlived Kobe Bryant. And it's uh one of the most difficult things to think about, but that comes with life, and a lot of this is going to be unexpected. Uh, nobody should really have uh, disdain with themselves or a negative connotation to look up and sometimes ask, why do these type of things happen? Um, especially to nine different people that go down in this type of fashion out in Calabasas. A lot of these conversations for these next few days are going to be based on air control and whether or not they should have flew. But a lot of that is irrelevant to the fact that we as an NBA community have had one of our darkest days in the, what is it, 80, 90 years that basketball has been around and I love the fact that we are more than capable of mourning with each other, lifting each other up, and continuing to move forward as people have so eloquently put, especially Carmelo Anthony uh, with his quote that came out on Sunday. The way that he knew him, he knew that Kobe Bryant would have wanted him to move forward and do certain things, so... Who are we to not do the same? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. I just, I just think of what is to come with All Star Weekend. Um, oh, it's gonna be a Kobe tribute. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, I'm thinking the rest of the season, man. Like to see, like I don't know, man. It, I, I just feel like it's gonna be put tough. For, bad, no, no, you're fine, bro. I just feel like it's going to be tough in general for the rest of the season. I feel like playoffs will definitely kind of like um, raise the energy, um, you know, but I, it's going to be tough. I, I know that that All-Star weekend is going to be – I think that that should definitely be the time to overly celebrate this man's life. You know, like you just had – I mean – push everything out that you possibly can so we can remember this man in the right light, you know? And, uh, Hey, I mean, if the Lakers are, you know, looking for, uh, a, a even higher resolve to, to take the team to the next level and, and win a ring, you know, Hey, wouldn't it be beautiful? Right. You know, if LeBron could pull it, like, could you imagine LeBron yeah. pulling this off, you know, this, this, you know, this year, 
um, especially something after something like this, you know, it would be beautiful. And uh, that is not me endorsing the Lakers to win a championship <laughs> right now, but, <laughs> but it, w- it would be, it would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. And um, I wouldn't be mad at it. Let's just say that. So, uh, but you already know they're going to they go about it the right way. Um, the league, as far as uh, all-star weekend is concerned. And uh, yeah, I just want everybody to find peace to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Everybody, I think that the league should implement a 24 or an eight patch on everybody's jersey for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like, you know how they wear, like, the black striper for when David Stern passed away yeah. or when yeah. somebody passes they in relation to the league. I think if they did something in remembrance for Kobe Bryant for the rest of the season like that, I think that would be pretty cool. I'm sure the Lakers will end up having something yeah, permanent. The Lakers will definitely probably have something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like Jeff said, man, if I know like basketball is like the furthest thing from a lot of people's minds, but it, it just, if the Lakers were able to pull this off this year, like in just like the story that it would be, yeah, it just does it. Like if you, were to, if you were to tell me that that's what happened in a movie, I'd tell you this shit is like cheesy, like cut this shit off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like the fact that it, it could and that. It's just wild. It's just wild to think about it, bro. Like, like Kobe is – like, that All-Star weekend is – like you said, it's going to be – like you said, go over the top. Go over the top. Go don't over you. the top. Like, dude, don't leave any stone unturned, bro. Like, just – if yeah, I'd rather them go over the top than, than, than sell him short. All-Star weekend, I'm announcing the, the, the league-wide jersey retirement. I'm announcing the logo change. Exactly. I'm announcing everything that weekend. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, do everything that you possibly can. And, um, uh, you know, to his, to, to Vanessa, man, it's like, you know, I could, I could, I just, I can only hope she finds peace, man. You know? Yeah. I think that's what everybody is, is, is seriously like that's It's like her, her and her kids. I'm sure she has, uh, you know, tons and tons of support but you know regardless um you know you still have to be with yourself alone at times no matter what right no matter how much money you have no matter how many how much publicity or how famous or what at no matter what you have to be alone at some point whether you're taking your shower or you're washing your face or you're sleeping or you're just waking up in the morning or you're laying in bed going to sleep. you know she she's gonna have moments that she just has to be to herself, and I just hope that she finds peace, man, because uh, nobody deserves to lose a child and a husband, especially in this fashion. No, never. never. Yeah, absolutely not. And when it comes to support, of course, we literally have three different generations of RNC that have been on this episode today, and uh, I truly appreciate everybody coming through and, and uh, providing their last words condolences experiences because um the birth of rnc in general comes from being able to share these conversations share these types of experiences our experiences and once again once again pointing to my arm when i when i say that these are conversations that often get lost in these types of areas where there's so many different pieces of influence from across the entire globe that can come in and speak on this but 
I know that there's a good amount of voices listening to this right now that had similar experiences that we had on Sunday and on behalf of the RNC, the entire RNC, um, we would love to give our respects, um, our salutes, our RIPs, everything that is possible that we can give um, for what we have experienced from 1996 all the way until today um, with Kobe Bryant. And I think that is the best way that we can end this week. There won't be any uh, all around the world, perfect plays of the week and anything else as far as the RSPN entertainment. Um, I would have, I would have loved to come into this and have a lot more of a positive entertaining mindset with this, because I know as of right now, that is the best thing that could help lift a lot of people, but you know, honest conversation ends up doing that too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we've had within this past um, few moments with each other is something that we will always be able to revisit and remember especially when it comes to the mindset and the legacy um, of Kobe Bryant. So as we head out for this week, uh, Cam, of course, on top of everybody else that was here as well, we appreciate you coming on this week. We will be sure to have you on again when things are a lot less, uh, a lot less jarring, a lot less somber. Hey man, I, I appreciate every, like I said, Say that after the last time you had me on and after the first time. Anytime you guys call me, I'll always be available. I, I love you guys. I love coming on RSPN. Love listening to the pod. Um, just it's an honor every time. And I'm happy you guys keep me in mind to, to keep bringing me back. That means I must be doing something good. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Like, well, like, like we said, it's an elite mindset when it comes to everything that's going on in the NBA. Of course. <laughs> Uh, make sure that you are listening to the first responders on RNC radio as well. Uh, Cam, Drew, and the, the whole uh, first responders team does a very good job of holding that down uh, throughout the music industry as they discuss our favorite topics on the first responders. Just make sure that you are heading uh, to the RNC radio live page to catch all of that. And of course, everything that comes with our playlists and our podcasts, um, you can catch that at twitter.com slash RNC radio live, as well as our Instagram at um, Instagram.com slash RNC radio. Of course, uh, my mind is so my mind is so spent after this, yeah. after these couple of minutes. I'm trying to piece everything together. Um, we won't forget you. You we will see a lot of your influence for these next few decades to come. And. I, I it's it's still really hard to see these images but once again rest in peace uh to Kobe Bryant and we will see y'all next week yeah I'm hurt I'm confused I keep asking why um, not just for Kobe but for Gigi uh, who had so much life to live um, carrying on the legacy, uh, Kobe being as impactful on my life as probably just about anybody, uh, being a lifelong Laker fan, um, you know, my father being from Los Angeles. So the joy that he not only brought me, but brought my family, my father, um, just through basketball was, uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, something I'll always cherish. 
uh, being able to go to games with my dad, uh, you know, always looking for Kobe, um, being able to see the early years, the hard years, um, the championship years, the no playoff run years, um, being able to travel to Staples Center uh, for my only time uh, at a home game. Um, just everything that you did really made an impact on me and uh, I'll forever be grateful for you. Um, God bless you. God bless Gigi. Um, prayers up to Vanessa and the family. Um, but uh, Kobe, we love you. We miss you.